I always recommend people that want to be podcasters or voice actors or whatever to do something that involves them getting on stage in front of a bunch of people and making a butt of themselves. You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. If you want to be a person of influence and achieve success in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. What's up, Rockstar, and welcome to episode 69. My name is Christina Cantors, and I am podcasting to you from New York City. I want to say a big thank you to the New York City Podcast Meetup and the South Florida Podcast Meetup for having me speak at their events last week. Yes, I did make it down to Florida over the weekend. I was pretty excited to finally be able to say, I'm in Miami, bitch. All right. Anyway, remember how last week I shared with you five ways to be confident behind the microphone? Well, that was the topic of my session at Podcast Movement, the Podcast Movement Conference in Chicago. Now, when I was at Podcast Movement, I actually went around and I asked other podcasters how they built their confidence behind the mic because I know I'm not the only one who has figured out little tricks and ways to do that. So I'm sharing their answers with you today in this episode. And some of their answers were very unusual, which I had never thought of before. So it was really cool to hear them. And if you're not a podcaster, that's okay. A lot of what they share also relates to having confidence when speaking, having conversations with other people, or simply starting something new and scary. I have 21 podcasters sharing their confidence-boosting wisdom with you. I'll put links to these podcasters and their shows in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash podcasters. Uh, my name is Alex Trajano. I produce a show called The Beginning of the End. And I think for me, like the first time I got on a microphone, I literally had no idea what to do with myself or I had to ask a news friend of mine, um, like, how do I even talk into a microphone? And he told me to use my hands a lot. He said, use your hands and gesticulate and do that. And so I started doing that, and that really helped me. But I think what really helped me gain confidence is just hours behind the mic. You just got to do it all the time, all the time. And, and one of the things that helped me, too, was to talk to a friend. Say, you know, say whatever I wanted to say to a friend as if the microphone wasn't there. Uh, I'm Dana Plotke. I'm Daryl Plotke. One of the things that I do to overcome any confidence issues is just really I talk to him right because it's just the two of us sitting there in our garage together and so uh, I think that makes it feel more comfortable, comfortable. when you have yeah. a person to bounce off of I don't drink anymore so I gotta have something <laughs> to make me more confident my name is Kunal Sampat the name of the podcast is a uh, clinical trial podcast um, and the way I started to uh, build my confidence is I started with people that I already know um, and uh, people that I'm most comfortable with, and that gave me an opportunity to make mistakes, and if things didn't go as planned, then it was okay, and I could reach out to them again if needed. 
Hi, my name is Chad Bostic. I, uh, I'm the host of the Hello Tech Pros podcast, where I talk to technical professionals about motivation, productivity, entrepreneurship, being leaders, right? It's all about that confidence and doing things other than the technology, because that's what they're doing all day, is sitting behind the computer. That's what I did all day, every day for years. I have a super, super geeky, super nerdy story on how I got the confidence to actually talk on the mic, okay? You heard of Dungeons & Dragons? It's a super nerdy game where you sit around rolling dice and pretending you're heroes, saving the world from dragons and, and monsters that are trying to slaughter everybody. So as, as part of that game, you role play. You pretend that you're somebody else. You pretend that you're a hero that's six foot six and made out of steel and can swing a big sword, right? I am not that person, but I can be when I role play on Dungeons & Dragons. And so when I decided to start the podcast, it's literally what I did was, okay, if I were going to be a big-time podcaster and confident on the mic, I have to come up with a persona. We talk about user personas of who we're talking to, but I'm going to come up with a podcaster per persona of who I am. And uh, fake it till you make it. That's how I did it. I, I, I went into my Dungeons & Dragons mindset and came up with a, a uh, character, a podcasting character, and he happens to have the exact same name I do, Chad Bostic, and the host of Hello Tech Pros Podcast. Thank you very much. Hi, my name's Carly Knight. I host the Curious Artist Podcast. And you can, and to overcome my nerves, I just decided to get started because I was never going to be the perfect time. I was never going to be ready, so I just started. Now, I'm just going to jump in here and say that I love that Carly mentioned this. It was never going to be the perfect time, so she just got started. Now, I relate to this because I get told that I'm, quote, natural on video, but I wasn't naturally good at video when I started. I just happened to get started, which which built up my ability with doing video. Fellow Australian podcaster Sean shares the same sentiment about getting started and getting that practice in. Here's Sean. My name is Sean Callanan from the Sports Geek podcast. Uh, how did I get confidence behind the mic? I did two, two and a half years of community radio, and so confidence-wise, it wasn't really a big thing. It, it really was like getting in a sports parlance. It was getting in the reps, getting in the repetitions. I've talked to a few people at Podcast Movement. They're like, I'm going to start. I said, don't get overawed by everybody. Go listen to episode one of all these great podcasts because they're terrible. They're all terrible, but podcast the second episode's better the 50th episode's better so a lot of people get daunted by the fact that they're listening to someone who's done and i've done now over 200 episodes with both sports geek and another podcast i did beers blokes and business and it's like once you've done them it's yeah it's all about the repetition so you just got to put the repetitions in Hey, this is Doree Allen from Kicking It With Doree. Even though I'm a professional speaker and a coach, I'm used to being able to talk to people and getting their reactions immediately because we're face to face. Well, when I used to, when I started by getting on the mic with this podcast, I found that it wasn't so easy because I didn't know what other people were thinking. And what I had to learn is that I had to just speak about what I know, love the topic want to help people and be myself so if you're just going to um, do it and hope and kind of want other people's approval then you might not be so great but if you just concentrate on being yourself talking about what you know and love and having fun then that will come through um, as a matter of fact I know that when I started the first 
few guests that I had and the first few people that listened to the podcast didn't even know that I was a new podcaster. So just go with the flow and do you. Uh, my name is Adriana, and I host Intersections. Um, it's a Brookings podcast, and I've only been doing this a couple of months. I'm still in some of that nervous phase. Uh, I mostly don't make eye contact with my guests while I'm doing my opening spiel, and that helps me get through my opening spiel. And then once we get into the conversation, then it, it's normal. You're like you're having a conversation with your guest. So that's my trick: is just pretend I'm not. Look, I can't see anybody looking at me. <laughs> My name is Kim Chakanetza, and I uh, present a show called The Conversation on the BBC World Service podcast. Sounds a bit strange, but for me, it's all about a dark room. I like the studio. Really nice and dark, like dimly lit. The lighting has to be just right, because the more room-like it feels, the more comfortable I feel. So it takes it annoys the engineers, because you can barely make out who's in the studio, but... It relaxes me when the room is a little bit dark, and I learn from people that you make it as comfortable as you want it to be. So, little la lamp light um, makes it all go easier for me. A bit strange, but there you go. One thing I want you to notice is how diverse everyone's voices are. Now, a lot of people hate the sound of their own voice, but hey, it's your voice. It's not going to change very much unless you're a prepubescent boy. So you may as well accept it and use the damn thing. A lot of the podcasters I spoke to may have been conscious of their voice when they started, but then they went, you know, screw it. I'm just going to record myself and put it out there. And now they have dedicated followers and people who love their work and their voice. Here are a couple of those people. Hi, this is Prescott Perez Fox from the Busy Creator Podcast. And one thing I did to build my confidence is edit. And it wasn't an overnight process, but after doing one show after another, after another, editing my own voice, seeing how I breathe and how I speak and learning to take care of my ahs and ums, I actually got to a point where I could listen back and not cringe and actually laugh at the same moments I laughed at the first time on the mic. So eventually you build that confidence. It's not like one hack that I pulled off, but it was just the idea of practice and practice with precision, if that makes sense. When you first started, what did you think of your own voice? Yeah, well, physically, I actually did not like the sound of my own voice. And I also thought that I was just corny in general. I didn't have anything interesting to say and I wasn't a good interviewer and my transitions were garbage, like everything bad about a podcast. I was thinking that about myself. Now, I don't know what other people thought of that. You know, I didn't get a lot of reactions to episodes one, two, three, four. Like, people are like, oh my God, what are you talking? I actually didn't get a lot of reactions, but I knew that I would just have to keep going. And you learn so much in the first 10, in the first 15, whatever it is, that it's, it's remarkable. Hi, my name is Mark Deal of EB5 Investment Voice, also the U.S. Immigration Podcast. And I have two shows. It took me a while to get used to my voice and, quite honestly, how to build up that confidence was really just hearing my voice over and over again, getting past of, well, I sound horrible, but really working on what I'm saying. Once I understood the uh, the content and the focus, worrying about my voice and the confidence of how I sounded went out the window. Just for the record, I think you have a lovely voice. Why, thank you. I've been told that as well, and now I try not to let it go to my head. <laughs>
Now, I met podcast listener Franklin at Podcast Movement, which I was very excited about. Great experience to meet a listener. Hi, Frank, if you're listening. Now, Frank hadn't started a podcast, but he does have a blog, and he told me that he has a knack for striking up conversations with strangers. I asked him where he got that confidence from. This is Frank from franksborntravels.com. I think of it as a playground. So, as a kid, you don't really think about it. You just go over to the playground and you play with other, all the other kids. And for that reason, we all have a purpose just to have fun. Just socialize, talk what's on our mind, and not even think about what stresses us during the day. I'm Harry Neelam from Sydney, Australia. And my show, I've got two shows. One is called Simplify and Travel, and the other one is called The Business of Photography. My first speaking gig was um, sort of mandatory. I had to do it because I worked as a consultant for the company, and I had to go on stage. I realized that the best speakers are masters of their game. They know their subject backwards, forwards, and sideways, and that's what I did. I learned my subject, and I learned it so well that I could predict the questions that I was going to be asked after my presentation, and I killed it. And after that, it was all downhill. (laughs) So basically, if you want to actually uh, be a good public speaker, master your game. Not just public speaking, I'm talking about your subject. If you know your subject very well, nothing can faze you. You won't forget, you won't be following a script, you won't be reading out, and if you have a heckler, you can crush them. Hi, my name is Jeff Long with the Online Course Coach Podcast, and uh, naturally I'm not very confident in front of the mic or in front of people, but I am a teacher at heart, and so I have realized if I can help uh, teach one person or affect a life or change a life, uh, it builds my confidence, and that, that fuels me, it excites me, it gets my passion going. So I've just learned, instead of uh, thinking of all the fears, of all the doubts, uh, you know, of all the whatever, I just think, who am I going to help, who am I going to serve, and who am I going to teach? I'm Jessica Rhodes. I'm the host of the Roads to Success podcast. And to build my confidence early on, I interviewed a lot of my friends. Like I had people on my show that I was really comfortable with and I knew I could mess up with and I wouldn't be embarrassed. And that just really helped me be more confident behind the mic when I was interviewing like the bigger guests. Hi, I'm Vernon Ross, Social Strategy Podcast. You know, for me, behind the mic, it was really easy to be confident because the person wasn't sitting right in front of me. I also usually only do audio-only interviews so that I'm not necessarily looking at the person. I can be more myself, relax, um, not have to fumble in anything. It's just more of a, um, it's like a phone call to me. And I always think of it as I'm just talking to a friend on the phone. So that's, that's how I was able to, especially with big names, not be nervous. I just thought about it as a phone call. I also happen to know that Vernon likes to ask big name guests to their face to be interviewed on his show. He goes to conferences, meets them, treats them like a friend, like he says, and he asks straight out, would you be a guest on my show? It sounds so simple, but with so many people emailing, texting, Facebook messaging, sometimes face-to-face is refreshing and shows that you're ballsy, really. So go on, I dare you. Ask someone if you can interview them, take them out for coffee, endorse you, whatever it is, face to face. I also noticed a number of podcasters had grown their confidence from skills they developed from 
other areas, like from their school days or other hobbies or jobs. Hey, this is Tim Page from Conversion Cast, and the way that I got more confident behind the mic was I spent years touring with a band. So I always recommend people that want to be podcasters or voice actors or whatever to do something that involves them getting on stage in front of a bunch of people and making a butt of themselves. And that's the easiest way to get confident. My name's Kara Hogan. I'm the host, producer, and founder of Ramp, the SaaS analytics podcast. I have a funny story in that um, in middle school and high school, I took a class called media journalism. And that's really how I kind of got into the world of broadcasting and media and wanted to become a journalist. And I also hosted the morning announcements. Like it was like a fake TV show for children in high school. And so I would read ads from like, you know, the, the soccer team is looking for someone to like do this. Or like, you know, Mr. So-and-so is uh, announcing a contest and blah, blah, blah. Like I would just do these announcements for the school and it would be broadcast on TV to the entire school. So... That's a pretty uh, confidence-building thing as, like, a 15-year-old to be broadcasting to your whole high school. Um, and so that, pretty much anything is not scary after doing that when you're a teenager. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelly Glover from Big Curvy Love. I used to be a radio announcer in Australia, and uh, before every time I went live on air for about the first month, I would dry reach literally think I was going to be sick because I was so sick to my stomach nervous and I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and I got to the point on live radio where I could just turn on the mic have no prep do it cut a hook at the same time take a caller and do everything so if you just keep doing it and doing it eventually you won't feel sick to your stomach and that's it and in podcasting most of the time it's pre-recorded so it doesn't matter what happens because you can edit it out in the end there was also a bit of love going on for Toastmasters, which I was happy to hear about. As you know, I'm part of a Toastmasters club in Melbourne. He's my friend Kingsley, who was very polite and got rid of his chewing gum before doing this soundbite. Yeah, my name is Kingsley Grant. I am my podcast is the Midlife Launch Podcast. Gaining confidence behind the mic is as if you're speaking to someone across from the mic. So for me, I took Toastmasters, which helped me to learn how to get rid of the ums and the ums, and I feel like I'm speaking to that one person. So I imagine when I do my podcast or even speaking to an audience, is that one person there? What would I want to him have him or her hear me say? And I perform for that person. That has increased my confidence, confidence tremendously. Hi. I'm Ben Hess, Storage Geometry, storageometry.org. My background as a speaker came from acting, but I also spent a lot of time in Toastmasters, which is a global organization for public speaking. And through Toastmasters, you get assigned different topics to speak on. And given I'm in, Cal given I'm in California and there's a lot of high tech, it's, it's a refreshing to speak without PowerPoint and without a deck, and just being able to just present or talk about a certain topic without the use of visual aids. And especially... In, our, in my world, there's a lot of presentations and a lot of slides, so it's fantastic just to put all that shit away and, and just talk and, have a, and tell a story. That's, that's one tidbit. Of, and then I, you know, acting training is huge, so even if you've never acted and you're an adult and you want to get a, be a better speaker, you can take an acting class in your local community, you can go to Toastmasters, or you can hire Christina Cantors. Thank you to Ben Hess for the plug and to all the other podcasters for very generously letting me put them on the spot in the middle of a busy conference to provide 
their words of wisdom. Being able to speak impromptu with a microphone shoved into your face requires a fair bit of confidence in itself. So well done to everyone. If you heard someone who sounded interesting to you and maybe now you're in love with their voice, I'll put links to each podcaster and their show in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash podcasters. That's thecmethod.com slash podcasters. So just to sum up what we learned, there were a few common themes that came out of those conversations I had, and I'll just quickly go over them now for you. Number one, practice. Practice, practice, practice. This came up quite a lot. Get started and slowly build up. You know, a lot of, and this goes for anything that you want to get good at. If you want to get good at it, chances are you're not going to be naturally amazing at it at the start. So you got to get started and get those reps in, get that practice in, and you will eventually get to that level of success that you want. Number two, transferable skills. Involve yourself in another hobby to do with performance, whether it's acting classes, playing music, playing Dungeons and Dragons, or doing Toastmasters. So this came up quite a lot. This will also help your confidence when having conversations and when public speaking, by the way, not just podcasting. And number three, speak to a friend. So if you're doing interviews, like a few people that I spoke to said, speak to your friends first, interview them, or talk as if you're talking to a friend. Now, if you're not a podcaster, you can use this in a networking situation. You could bring friends along and talk to them first to warm up and then get them to introduce you to someone new. If you're speaking to a group, speak as if you were having a conversation with a friend instead of thinking, I have to deliver a speech. Think, you know, how would I, how can I have a conversation as if I'm chatting to a buddy of mine? Does that make sense? So those were some of the key themes that came out of those conversations I had at Podcast Movement. I hope that you learned something new. I, I know I certainly did. In fact, I'm recording this podcast with the lights turned way down low and I'm reclining on the couch. Uh, you got to be comfortable, right? <laughs> now, if you want to build your own confidence when speaking with others in networking situations and at work, you want to learn more about how to do it, be sure to join my free small talk made simple class to start having easier, better and more meaningful conversations today. Go to thecmethod.com and sign up as soon as this episode is done, go on, go sign up now. <laughs> Alrighty, that's all from me this week. Keep on being awesome, my friend. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>